All right, man. This is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. Um, I'm Tyler Townsend. We got uh, Mike Leone. <laughs> and then I'm Brandon. All right, man. So uh, Leone's the guest today. Um, we're already talking fishing, which I know nothing about, but uh, I just announced that I've caught two salmon in my life all in the same day. Not my boat, not my reel, not my lure. And that guy was fucking pissed. He wanted that lure back. Uh, he's like, these are illegal now. And I'm like, sweet, I don't give a shit. And I threw it out there and caught two big ass, I'm talking like big old fucking salmon. Nice. He man, caught nice. nothing. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, you know the you know the not your boat, not your fish rule, right? I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know. I don't fish. And so he convinced me that since it was his boat, his reel and everything like that, I, I had to give him the fish. Oh, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, and he gave me a piece <laughs> of fucking smoked salmon later. I was like, sweet. Oh, a little <laughs> piece of smoked salmon. But it was your luck that caught the... Exactly. You know, it was the luck you brought on the boat. In my manpower. <laughs> that little bitch lost two of them. It's pretty hard to, to reel those things. You need some strength to reel those well, things. You know, to be honest, I, I almost caught a sturgeon. Like, I got it towards the boat, and then I dropped the fucking... The stick. The, well, the, pole. the stick. I, I'm old school hunter, or man. The rod. <laughs> you the stick out there? Well, I dropped it long enough, and I caught it again. I grabbed it, right? But he went right to the bottom of the fucking river. I guess he hooked in. I guess that's what sturgeon do. They, like, hook their that's nose under luck. a fucking rock. That's bad luck right there. Yeah, there was no getting that fucker out of there. Like, we're just sitting there, and I'm just all I can to move it. And I ended up snapping the fucking line, so... Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least your luck ran out. Uh, your bad luck ran out. <laughs> I don't know because I I've been on quite a few fishing trips, so I've caught two salmon on the same day. I've caught I think like three or four trout, like in my in my life. You're like a really good fisherman. I want you to know that in my book. Like if really? I, if, if you caught five fish that you've told me about so far, <laughs> I'm 31 and I've been fishing like 40 times. <laughs> Well, do it. you're doing pretty good. Thank you. You're doing good. You know, doing honestly, well. nowadays, if I go fishing, I bring like four <laughs> fucking reels ready to go. Because I'm not tying that motherfucker out there. I'm not doing it. You don't got time, right? I don't yeah, have time for that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I'd rather just sit there, feet in the water, not giving a fuck. That is smart. That's smart. Yep. That's not bad. Not a bad thing. Yep. <laughs> Shitty day fishing's better than a great day Working right? How does that sound like that? Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, something about sexual intercourse. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, all right, let's get to this, man. Oh yeah. So, uh... gym update. I sucked at this lately. Do you gym? I I I do some training. Oh shoot! What do you do? Yeah, I'm a personal trainer. Oh. With 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 me and with my company, we he comes twice a week, and if we're not you know dog tired, we can at the end of the. at the end of the day, he'll he'll he brings a bunch of his stuff, and we'll do uh, we do kettlebell stuff, and we do all sorts of deadlifts and yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. That's fucking smart yeah. because so to get we got a little off track there. Um, <laughs> the you, fishing. You guys are doing. You have Mount Hood. Uh, steel and wood, Yeah, right? now it's steel and wood. I love how you add the and wood at the end. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure it's a lot of wood involved. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, there is. There is lots of wood. Well, so... I, that makes so much sense that you'd have a personal trainer. Because that shit ain't light. Yeah. I mean, just the wood's heavy as fuck. And you're mm-hmm. hauling mm-hmm. that steel around and shit? Like, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm seeing these things you were building, man. It was nuts. Yeah. Not, you don't post shit. <laughs> but your friends do. I'm not a huge social media guy right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, with the personal training, it's it's helped our company 
so much and our guys love it like all our employees because we offer that to them and it's a good answer you know because all the time people will come up oh my back you know i hurt my back doing something and you know you know you most of the time you just hey go home rest it off you know you know, rest it you know and and but now we tell people oh and then you can work with the personal trainer to build your strength back safely and get back out there and keep up your strength and learn how to like you know prevent an injury like that because it's just you lose so much time from you know these employees that are like having all these just small injuries back legs well you you know what's funny is that i I tell everybody that (laughs) (laughs) wasn't my idea (laughs) well it was a good one whoever did it um, I tell everybody that, like, everybody's like, oh, I have, I have back issues. I said, no, you have weak as fuck issues is what you have. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't have back issues until I stop working out. Yeah. Because, like, I, it's been a little while. I'm in and out of the gym, so my back is starting to tighten up just because I have a lot of yeah. muscle on it, right? Yeah. But, like, uh, if you're getting tired to where, like, just picking up a couple boxes or just during your normal workday, shit you do every day, mm-hmm. you need to become stronger. And form. What, what the thing we work with oh, our personal God, trainer yeah. is form. If I'll see people, oh my back hurts, you know, on the and you're, you're like, you're pretzeling your back right now. Yeah. And that is probably part of the issue right now. If you really take a lot of time and effort into squaring yourself up, really recognize trying to figure out the weight of the thing and and of whatever you're trying to do, then you'll you'll have a lot more uh, and you take it more seriously. I'll see people once they start you know working with our personal trainer. They take things a lot more seriously out on the jump yeah. side. Instead of being like, oh, like a ladder fully extended, you know, like 40 feet up there trying to like, it, you know, move it around. It's, <laughs> it's like some circus stuff, you know, like, can we just be safe about this and yeah. realize that your body is about to break in half? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, this is fucking hilarious. So I don't know if this is rumors or not, but it's you and your brothers got this company, right? And my sisters. Yeah. And your sister. Yeah. yeah right. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I know K- Kathy, K- Katie. Wendy. Wendy, right. Yeah. <laughs> you were there. I have, I have five sisters, so you're right what? there. You're That's right going to be one of the uh, questions. How the fuck do you... How are you still alive yeah. with that many siblings? Yeah, but, it's and pretty then, brutal. How the fuck did you all have the same face? I want to know that. That's well, pretty interesting. I get that's a, that's a, sexual that's a, intercourse. That's more right? of a... I don't, you have to refer to uh, <laughs> Charles Darwin <laughs> with how the faces are all the same. It's, uh, it's fucking insane. You look all like the same fucking person at different ages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, ins- except for fucking... So the worst, the worst is is also... And this is this is what really gets people. So like, I'll, I'll drive my other brother's trucks around because we all have company vehicles and stuff. So people will be like... They'll think it's my other brother. They think I'm Dan or David or Tim, and I'm driving one of their trucks, and they just will not believe it. And so most of the time, I just go with it because I've seen people just, you know, just like it ruin their afternoon. They're just think I'm think they think I'm Dan. They're just like talking to me about all this stuff, and then I'm like, oh, I'm actually Michael's little brother, and they're just like so sad, you know. Like so now I just let's run it ride, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try to write a few notes down, you know, like. Uh. Like it's the nineties, you know, you're taking a call, you're like, Ah you you're, got a job. You're the father of my baby. Uh oh, shit. <laughs> hey Dan, we got we got issues, man. Maybe I'll let that one, you know. I'll be like, I didn't hear that one, you know. Just don't tell him. Yeah. That shit bite him in the ass later. But yeah, and it, it comes in handy running uh, you know, having your own business and everyone looks exactly the same. Yeah. If that's the question in a nutshell. It works out and it, it helps a lot. That's fantastic because I mean one of you can walk in the room and everyone starts working. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, 
we've definitely done that before. We call it the old switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've done all sorts of stuff one time. You know, they told us, one, me and my other brother, we're looking exactly the same, David. And they're getting mad because he won't put a hard hat on. And so he's wearing a, a baseball cap. And every time they turn around and they say something, I'll switch them. I, we, I put the hard hat on his head because they're like, last warning, Dave. And then I'll switch the hard hat over to his head. And they'll be like looking over at me, trying to give me the last warning. I'm like, hey, I'm Michael. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> my first warning. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's a confusing story just to tell it because people, do, it, you know, to, and, and it's also just on a side note, it has nothing to do with the company, but it's weird to have a twin brother, but you're not really twins. Yeah. He's five years older than me. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. And it's funny because to me, he looks younger. Like just kind of <laughs> like like the dumber. It just depends. He'll shave. You know, he'll shave. He's got a little. He's got a quirky attitude. You could say. Uh, and yeah, he'll. That's you know, sometimes I'll have a beard. Crayon, right? And in Boy Scouts. Um, Is that the crayon kid? The crayon kid. You uh, remember that shit? I got that? him in so much trouble. My mom got him in trouble. Ah, because I right we're gonna get into Boy Scouts. No yes, worries. we're getting there, <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Right before I go to get pickup, to get, my mom's coming to pick me up. We're all just chilling in the, in the fucking at that church, right? Because that's what Boy Scouts is about—church. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to meet up at the church. Well, he throws this fucking crayon at somebody, and it hit me right in the fucking eye. Oh, yes, yeah, okay, I totally remember this. And I was okay, so I'm okay. like I'm like trying to calm my mom down, and oh, she's yeah. fucking oh, yeah. flipping. Oh, I'm yeah. a baby. I'm the I'm an only child. Okay. So it's probably okay. funny for the Leones who are like <laughs> thirty deep <laughs> children. Wise. Like this happens all the time. Right. He was, he was actually showing his respect towards you. That was the. That's the. You know. That was. That was hurting you. Is like at least he's acknowledging your existence. You know. Like, <laughs> at least they didn't trap like trap you under a hamper for like the afternoon. You know, it's quick and easy. That's yeah. <laughs> just right to the eye. Right to the eye. Eye injury. It's. I guess they could little long, there's some long lasting effects. Well, and we'll get to Boy Scouts yeah. about me throwing things later. Um, me admitting, maybe. <laughs> Man, yes, I was hoping we were going to get to the Boy Scouts. Okay, well, let's yeah. hit that real quick. Brandon, you're not going to know any of the stories, and I apologize, but That's you're going to love it. good, them. man. So, Vinny Sicilian slapped me, and we're at Campery. Fucking do, and do, do the listeners know what a Sicilian slap is, though? Uh, okay, so a Sicilian slap is where you put your hand behind someone's, someone's head, hand down, right? And then you it's, try to whack him as hard as you can <laughs> with the least amount of motion in your arm. It's right? like the two-inch punch, but a slap to the back of the head. <laughs> so, so we're all talking about this, because my grandfather used to do this all the fucking time. And we're all Italian. And so we're just like sitting there talking about it, and then Vinny's like, like this? And he just cocked back and smacked me in the back of the head. Oh, and then I took totally the remember. fuck off. Because he's... he's for who knows how long, Vinny was like the fastest kid in town, right? Right, yeah. He was so fast. he takes off. So I just grab this stick. Oh, yes. I don't know if you know what Boy Scouts do on camp trips. Long story short, they sharpen every fucking stick available. So I pick up random said stick and hurl it as hard as I can at Vinny. Luckily, flat side hits yeah. him in the back. Yeah. We find out later both sides are tipped. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. fucking spear. This thing had been sharpened by a kid with ADHD all week, okay? <laughs> it was like towards the last day of camp, so this thing was sharp. So and this kid had been working on it all, all week at yeah. camp and was like, so this thing was like, you could it, you, you could have elephant hunted with yeah. that fucking yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very dangerous. And, but uh, I didn't, so that was the thing, I didn't know. And fucking Ogle was there. Oh, the adults. You know she's a mayor now, right? The, the adults 
freaked out. <laughs> the mayor of Clark County. <laughs> the lady that <laughs> she fucking hates because they used to call her her son. His last name was Ogle. And they used to call him Ogle, Ogle, Ogly Butt. <laughs> I was like, hey, Ogly Butt. Like, because I thought that kid was a douche. Like, he was, he was they, one of those. They, like, they, blew, they blew the uh, stick almost going into Vinny's back a little out of proportion. <laughs> because it, 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 we were like, it was a 50 50 chance. <laughs> like, that was the chance we were willing to take. And, and, and see, unfortunately for Miss Ogle and John, John Ogle, they're not Italian American. They didn't understand the 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 weight behind the Sicilian slap. <laughs> they didn't understand what not only uh, how it probably hurt, but it was an insult as well. Right. It's kind of like pride. shut up in your mouth, you know. Like, <laughs> you bother me now. Get out of here, kid. You know, and 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 to just be to do that and run away and and yeah, we were rooting for you, but then when we found out the stick was sharpened on both ends, we were you like paralyzed the guy. <laughs> Yeah, we had, to start feel like... we had to start distancing ourselves from dying around that gambling trip. We were like, okay. Uh... I feel like it, it has to be known. I just grabbed a stick. It was there was. I did not know it was sharpened. There was not a single stick around there, around camp. It was called the pirate camp, and we had sharpened sticks all week. We were nonstop sharpening. Sticks. Yes, because that's what boys guys do. You have a knife. Right. Sometimes we'd have like a club-like stick. But we, if it wasn't sharpened, it was like a club. Yeah. Those were more rare because they were more easy to find and the adults would be like, whose club is this? <laughs> you, could really, yeah. uh, you could really, you know, make yourself a nice little uh, camp shank, as we'd call it, and well, conceal that, it, you know? <laughs> that Vinny thing made Anne drive me all the way home. Oh, that's a, I didn't know if I wanted to divorce that. I remember you, you got, got kicked out. You got kicked out of camp. I got kicked out and then, and then was I was like also the told, last day. I was also told to like, please not come back to Scouts at all. <laughs> they, they, they blew it out of proportion. They, they blew it out of proportion. They freaked out. They freaked out. Right, well because to be fair, it did look like I'm trying to impale this kid. That's fair. I get it. But I didn't actually mean to. You didn't like spear chuck it at no, me. I, no, I literally no, got it, was, it like a stick and it's a tomahawk. tomahawk for sure, for sure. Nice. It was a beautiful tomahawk. Straight and true. <laughs> not true enough. <laughs> but, you know. Okay, not quite, not quite true enough. Because uh, Vinny's still here today. We can, that's right down the road, actually. So, uh. Fucking guy, dude. No, but he was, yeah, he was always going to be shit. hilarious, yeah. Fucking Vinny. No, that was, that was a good trip, dude. Campery is always fun. <clears throat> yeah. So, Boy Scouts, fucking... Glad so, you, you guys are family, right? No. No, no just, just grew up. Just, just know each other. Yeah, and, and just okay. kind of Italian-Americans yeah. that grew up around here. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> We're like, I'm Italian. You're Italian. Like, my grandpa's Italian. We're like, did your grandpa do this? The slap in the head, too? We're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we just kind of bonded over that. Well, because it's a Sicilian slap. It's sneaky as fuck. Like, you don't know it's coming until you've been whacked a few times. Then you know you've earned it, right. and you know it is coming eventually. You just don't know exactly when. Perfect. But my grandfather was a master. Like, there was no shoulder motion at all. And that hand, it felt like he cocked all the way back and smacked you. Somehow, my dad could... I would be in the back seat of the car, and my dad would be driving, and I could get <laughs> smacked in the back of my head in the back seat. Oh, and you uh, if you tried to move... Yeah, you can't move. Don't move. You got to just... You said the comment. Now you got to... You just close your eyes, wince a little, <laughs> and take that shit. Yeah. That's how it goes. I was going to another one. Nice. Maybe to the front. <laughs> I'm glad we got into old parental stories about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It was a smack, but I don't, know if a, I don't know if saying smack is better than slap. I don't know. 
I just work here, man. <laughs> I don't want to get censored, man. Uh, I don't. I don't even edit this shit. It just goes up how it goes. Nice. Fuck. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, raw, it's raw footage. So, huge family. How many? 13. Jesus. I am number seven. This is a big family, man. Yeah. That's a whole very almost the middle right there. But I'll give you guys the quick rundown. Do it. Uh, so, mom, mom and dad... Had seven kids in ten years. I'm the number seven. Unfortunately, like a lot of families in the 90s, they got divorced. Mom had four more kids. So that takes us at 11. And my dad had two more with his other marriage as well. So kind of a bit of a unique family situation. But all in all, it's 13 brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah. So I feel like we were all under the impression you guys were just all created at once. <laughs> And then just kind of doled out to the world. Yeah, know? we're like we're like those uh, yeah we're like those Russian dolls that just <laughs> just keep popping out. Just keep popping One's out. One smaller than the other, but <laughs> they look exactly the same. Right. One might have a red sweater on, or uh, you know, uh, one <laughs> but, not yeah. a hard hat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're construction workers. <laughs> hard hats and tool belts. Yeah. So um, okay, <clears throat> what got this started? This Mount Hood steel and wood. How in, so? I'm assuming older brothers got it going a little more than you did, or were you involved in that? Or I, that go? you wouldn't be wrong by uh, guessing that. Yeah, definitely. Because since I'm number seven, my eldest brothers definitely had more experience. Had a lot of contacts. And the funny story is like really just the quick you know excerpt of how we started was because we used to work for like you know big just regular commercial companies you know pretty big and stuff and one of our project managers that we kind of knew is an italian guy too actually italian american guy and he's like joking around with us that if that he wants to give us a uh, if we start a company he's got this big job coming up it's a million dollar job and he wants us to start a company and bid and he's like how much will you bid this million dollar job for we're like well like a, a million dollars right like so we do 900 we start a company we're like Get the license, um, you know, all the brothers come together. Because we've already had these little uh, side jobs where, you know, side hustles where we do cash and, you know, work for homeowners or, like, even on, you know, other kind of, like, residential stuff and or, you know, any any type of, like, customer, really. And so we, we get the company name and we took the company name actually from our old, we used to work for this company called Steelwood. Our uncle started. We used to work for him for years. And so we kind of stole the name from him as a joke to kind of like also kind of like give him a little like <laughs> credit and a little like zinger, you know, like yeah. we stole your name and there's, it's not copyrighted all, you know, it's, it's not quite the same because this was steel wood. So we're Mount Hood steel and wood, but we didn't really, you know, and, and we were like so excited. We're like, we're going to get this million dollar job. We're going to really get put on the map. Well, we don't get the job. <laughs> no, oh, no. no, we don't get the job. Uh, and then we were like, well, let's put in a couple more bids. And, you know, we, we started getting some smaller jobs. And two of my brothers kind of quit their jobs. And we're like, I think we're going to be able to kind of, you know, make maybe like $15 an hour for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it wasn't quite that low, but really, really low wages. Um, and then eventually, yeah, I was like on vacation. I was like traveling. And I just got the email. They were like, when you come back, you you got to start working for the company. Because I'd already helped him start it, you know, put the money in. and Or some money I had, like, 
uh, you know, honestly, a few thousand dollars. I had, I, I wasn't like, oh, I'm putting it, yeah. <laughs> like, um, a few thousand to, like, offer. And then also, of course, I worked all, I worked for free, basically, because I didn't want to get paid. I had a job. I was doing it all, like, bonus hours. You know, I'd work on Saturdays. I'd, te- you know, I'd work late at night, kind of, and stuff. Well, that's and, getting the business going. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how we really, that's how I personally helped get it started. And then yeah, when I got back, I was I was down in like uh, you know traveling, and they were just emailing me like you're quitting your job, your real job, you know, and um, and and we're all just gonna we think we can keep you know keep the contracts coming in and keep the billing going and everything. So yeah, it was just kind of started perpetuating itself from there. That was like the very infant, like nucleus stage, you know, that you're just like, it's just such a little, it's so. Uh, were, were you scared? Uh, really, I didn't because uh, I was twenty five at the time, so I, it was about eight years ago, and I didn't have much. I didn't really feel like I was risking a lot at the beginning. I didn't know what I was really getting into. I uh, so and I didn't really have much. I'd like lived at like you know I had like, roommates. We lived in like a house. We were in our young in our mid twenties. So I you know my, like my bills. I was telling my wife the other day because she was asking about this podcast and what I was going to talk about, and you know, my bills were like. Under a thousand dollars a month, so I was like definitely willing to work for really a low wage, not pay myself uh, for I mean at least a month, you know, at a time. I would I would go weeks without getting paid, and then when you did, you're like, well, it's you know, it's not like a huge chunk of change at first, but you're like, you you're investing that extra you know phantom shadow money that you would be getting. Into back into the company and helping it grow. So you're like looking at that, and you're like, that's kind of what you're, you know, you got the the baby in the incubator there, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta keep it going, you know. Right, right. I don't know. That's that's metaphor. Well, no, but that's so. Like, I'm I'm asking because I'm getting ready to. I'm starting my archery shop, and I am terrified, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's it's going to hit a point where I'm going to have to leave my job, right? Yeah. And and to and just go 100 percent at this thing, and. I mean, I have a mortgage, and I have kids, and I have a wife. Yeah. I, have, I mean, I have, like, like you know, and so... And that, and that could be, that could definitely I, be nerve absolutely yeah. terrified. Like, literally staying up at night, like, stressed out. I'm irritable, driving my wife crazy because all the shit that's going through my head. I mean, and, and that's tough not to, yeah, I, could, I totally You know, but it's, it's like saying, yeah. this drive, this push to want to do something. Like, like, like the, that, the American dream, right? Like, yeah. you're... you're you're running your own business and you're working for mm-hmm. yourself and you're making your mm-hmm. own money and, it, mm-hmm. and it's and it's hard. Martin's, I yeah. love Martin saying, you know, uh, dirty hands, clean money, and yeah. uh, and living that philosophy and that's uh, that's that's incredible, man. That's awesome and it's it's really cool Thanks, that you got started at such that. a young. It's uh, you know a lot of people at 25 years old. That's pretty yeah. young age to really <laughs> yeah to really yeah. be able to I mean, go in and invest and and uh, and make it work, man. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I appreciate incredible. that. Well, really people don't understand. That. I I love that whole phantom money thing you're talking about. Yeah. You know, because I mean, when I started my business, uh, same thing. I got bills to pay. I got shit to do. I got kids and all this other shit. And honestly, I fucked myself on purpose, kind of, because I was still cooking, right? Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting fired very stupidly, <laughs> right? But it, it gave me the opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm fired anyways. Fuck it. I'm giving this 100%. Because that's what I wanted to do anyways. Right. Um, and I'm a disgusting human being. So I say dumb shit, like, constantly. And apparently you're not supposed to say that. And then when they ask you, what'd you say? You're not supposed to repeat it. That's why you got a podcast. 
Say whatever you want. That's right. It's my shit. I can do what I want with it. But um, so when I did that, I was going fucking nuts. But the Phantom Hours, like you're talking about, like I was knocking doors mm-hmm. seven days a week, like mm-hmm. just fucking pounding under. And I, I got like maybe one sale out of it, yeah. you know. And then I'm out here making phone calls. Everyone I know, every, everything that's going on. I, I was like lying to lenders when I first started. I'm like, I sell like forty a year. They're like, didn't you just start? I'm like, well, yeah, but like, it's the plan, you know? Like, it's the plan to do. Okay, I'll send you one. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got it. And they send me one over. And I'm like, this contract's really long, you know? Like, Jesus Christ, what do I do with this? And yeah, that's you just gotta keep fucking doing it, man. Pounding on it till it actually yeah. starts working. What, what is it? Fake it till you make it. Uh, <laughs> that that is. That is a useful, it's useful to fake it a little bit for sure. Um, So, yeah, I I would say a a little bit for sure, but, but, yeah, not when money's involved, you know, it's so hard. (laughs) Because there is a little bit of that. Like I'm saying, I had to lie to a few lenders to get going. Right, right. That's what I was, that's what I was. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm good at this, so send me shit and I'll send you shit back. I have it all the time. Right, right. But. Trying to think if we had to quite, you know, we we had some, because definitely when you start to get customers and you want to please them and 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 uh deliver for them you've got to have this type of it's not i wouldn't say maybe that we're like we don't divulge that we're a super um brand new company that obviously we have no capital we're you know working you know none of the owners are getting paid right now you know we don't tell we would try not to divulge that and and that would kind of give us a little bit of like oh we're a regular company that's been around for a long time one of my favorite things to say because a lot of people especially in the real estate will be like oh so how long you been doing this my answer was a lot longer than i thought i would anyways (laughs) you know so like like three months like no one wants to hear three months well you know sale you gotta be people gotta be comfortable with you right you're selling yourself first oh yeah and it's funny because yeah people are like how long you been doing it well i've been doing this a long time you know and And then you're like setting up your office you know you're like getting a call for the first time on your office phone you're like hello (laughs) (laughs) this thing's working like people are calling me now like okay and then you're like oh uh, let's do business talk now Ah, talking about business yes (laughs) yeah so yeah i totally understand what you're saying you gotta (laughs) it's it's foreign you know you're you're like is this right and you know am am i doing it right is everybody going through this that has gone, you know, that is that has started a business? I would say at least the first year, I felt like I was failing. The answer is yes. Everybody. <laughs> yes. I mean, so because you, I got my real estate license, and I'm like, perfect. The next day, I'm like, my phone's not ringing. Why aren't people calling me? You know, like, wait, wait, I gotta go find business myself. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Because no one knows who you are. No one knows what you're doing. Finding contacts. That now that is a that's a. That's definitely like the backbone, I would say, of yeah. you know having your own business is having some good contacts where you know people will bring some stuff in or at least you know point you in a good direction or give you you know some a uh, couple of pointers and where to start or something you right. know because yeah you can't just like even construction it's hard to just you can't just go out on the construction site a lot and be like oh who needs some steel uh, you know some structural steel. They're like, well, you know, you, you can't do it at that, even that process. You need to know all these different, um, <laughs> all these different ways to go about it. So it's pretty, it's pretty hard to just go like with that without any context. But right. Well, I, I think uh, a huge thing too, with especially starting your own business, is reputation's huge. Yeah. I mean, if you get a job, do not fuck it up. I tell everybody, I'll give you a shot. 
One, if you fuck this up, don't expect another phone call. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, this is your first shot. And I know that's a little fucked up, but that's that's the standard I held myself to. Yeah. You know, so like, and that's the standard I hold myself to every single time. Well, it's the reality of it, though, is you're dealing with people, other people's livelihoods, right? Because right. you're you're you've got to come through for somebody else because they're they're depending on you to make money, right? And so when you fuck that up, then they lose out too. And so it's not. I mean, it's it's uh, it's cyclical, right? It it goes yeah. it goes around, and so. You've really got to you've really got to pay attention to detail, especially starting out, because you haven't built it, those relationships. You right. haven't built that trust with your clients, and yet. you're going to give and people they a shot don't know that you shouldn't yeah. have had it. Well, people are going to yeah, people are going <laughs> to give you that shot. They're like you're going to you're going to convince somebody to give you a shot, right? You know, you know enough. That's why you got into the business. So, uh, yeah, with, it's just it's kind of crazy, man. I mean, so I don't have like employees. I started a team, mm-hmm. and that stuff was going, and and that took so much time and so much money out of my pocket yeah. to do, which eventually. Phantom hours, right? You're putting in that work for this person, so eventually mm-hmm. they'll make you money mm-hmm. in the long term. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that kind of time. Yeah. I'm, it's just a one-man crew on my end. So I would love to understand, like, you got crews. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. how is it to, like, these people's livelihoods, like you're saying, mm-hmm. if you don't get these jobs coming in constantly, yeah. you can't just keep paying them. At first, it was it's a lot of, like, yeah. So, like I was saying, at first, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, so I was kind of like, oh, I don't have much to... Um, much to lose or so i got everything to gain but definitely when you start you know a year or two into it and you yeah you, you know you've hired all your friends i've hired all a lot of my or our old friends from the uh, neighborhood and you're you're like my buddy vince i'm like you know he he's he's trying to he pays his rent at this company that i started as you know kind of like a side thing and now yeah people are definitely basically i would you know i'm for a better you know, for a lack of better words, I mean, they're depending on it to work there and make right. their money and w- make their living. So it's at, at first it was too much for me. Like it yeah. was, I was like, um, definitely like really stressed out about it. And it would like, it would, it would cloud a lot of your decisions cause you're, um, yeah, you're really stressed out about it. And it's kind of like, it's, I like to compare a lot of like business stuff to mountaineering cause I mountain climb. Okay. And what, what that is, is what, why I don't get trapped in that a lot now is because it's like it's like being afraid of falling in and you're in a perfectly safe situation you're in a perfectly nice ledge you've got great handholds you've got rope you got the everything to do it but you're just looking down at the worst consequence that can happen so you gotta learn how to like train your mind and 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 not worry about the worst consequence the worst thing that's going to happen all the time because i mean it will just it will just bog you down yeah so for there was times where i'd be like yeah it was hard to get over there would be, you know, because especially when your company is really brand new, yeah, you'll have times where you're like, um, you want to make payroll, you know, because people are getting paid once a week, twice a week, obviously, and you got to have that money coming in, so you don't want to come up to them and be like, hey, uh, check's going to be a little bit late to, you know, this week, or, you know, because I used to work a lot of construction, so I had lots of bosses that did that to me all the time, oh, no. and I know how it felt, you know, I was like, right. it's not fun, it's, it's, and so we, that was one of the things we really, like, we're trying to to do in our company yeah it's really stressful and it's nice to get through that once you get it get through that and on the other side it's just it's so much better yeah you just don't you know you don't worry about you can enjoy the business a lot more but yeah it is really stressful yeah i think a lot of people don't quite understand that that stress because a lot of people especially hourly people Mm -hmm. they go to work they do their shit Mm -hmm. they go home they expect that check 
Yeah. They don't care about how everything else works. Right. They want to go in and do their job, and they want to get paid at the end, yeah. of, the, at the end of the day. Right, but yeah. what they don't understand is, like, you are four or five months ahead because those four or five months mm-hmm. ahead are what's mm-hmm. going to pay them in four or five months. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you have mm-hmm. bids. you got you yeah. got to get fucking permits. you got to get all this shit. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't start on time... You're behind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, you're pulling money out of fucking savings, or or maybe money for tools or whatever the fuck to pay these guys. And yeah, people don't quite understand the stress that that goes into either. Like, mm-hmm. so it feels weird being on the other end of that, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> but now, but now I like honestly now that now that I've been a business owner for this long, I couldn't imagine being like I have to work hourly. To yeah. it would be. It would, I don't like if, if my business went down or something, you know, if I wasn't able, if, yeah, for some ways, reason my business went out of business or something, uh, I still would be like, I'd have to start a new business because right. I'm like, I can't work by the hour anymore. Like, it's just, it would, I mean, I couldn't do it. I just, I, you, you know, know I say that constantly. Like, I will never work for another person again. I will always have my own business. Now, that doesn't <laughs> mean like, like, even right now, until I'm like 10 years in, it's pretty okay to work for a real estate company, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an independent, independent contractor. Mm-hmm. I work for me, but, yeah, yeah. you know, you want to keep that mostly insurance-wise and shit, right? Because yeah. you don't have a million dollars sitting in the bank. Um, yeah. But at the <laughs> no, same- no, you got to, you got to, yeah. So I, I, I totally see what you're saying there with, and it's the same thing with construction where, you know, because, yeah, I have my own company, but I'm working for all these other people too. I have right. schedules that need to be made, um, all sorts of you know, responsibilities that you have to make for your clients. So there's that. You're not like 100% free like a Instagram model or something that, you know, goes around the world and is like, oh, I can take a picture of me at El Capitan and that now I've got, you know, I'm enough money to go on another, you know, crazy trip or something. It's, it's not like that. It's But there is so much more freedom in, in what I'm doing and with a company than working hourly, though. Right. Well, so the other point I was trying to get to was like, I don't think I could work hourly either because I don't work normal hours. Like, uh, an eight-hour day to me seems really weird. (laughs) You know, like, wait, so you're not always working? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if my phone rings right fucking now, I'm going to take that phone call. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I got to make money. I got to set shit up. I get paid every other month on what what I start now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know? oh, oh, is that to shut me up? You're calling. You're like, shut up. Yeah, give him a call. Give him a call right now. And and that's and and that's where like yeah, for me like I've been trying to uh, use a little bit more of the privileges because like for years it, it was like if I I figured if I grinded like an hourly employee for my company and got you know put all this extra like we're talking about the shadow money and the and extra time back into the company then it will benefit the company a lot. And now I'm able to like get, I've got to the point where I'm on the other side of that more where I'm like, I can, if I'm really like stressed out or something, I'm like, I'm going to Denny's. I'm getting a stack of pancakes. I'm like, I'm "I'm not going to just like kill myself over this right now. Like mentally or I mean, physically I'm like, I'm kind of required to do that. Like, like contractually, (laughs) contractually. Uh, but like That's mentally, and like and like sometimes I'm gonna have to uh, you know take take a little bit of the privileges here and you know maybe stop in and whatever it takes to just not be like because because it it can take a lot out of you like what I was talking about with like your questions about the all those things can build up with 
you know, trying to work payroll and and because it, it, it starts as especially with the payroll thing. Oh, let's you, your your mindsets. Oh, how am I going to keep these guys you know busy for a year? Then it's two years. Then it's a decade. Then now it's like oh, it's it's like a lifetime. You know, like these we're going to have this company for uh, you know our life. So. You so gotta just that, keep going. How does that work with the family? Like, do you guys all assume different roles? Like, do you yeah. have somebody yeah. does payroll? Somebody does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, my my sister Jessie actually, <laughs> she has her own company that she we do. She does our payroll. My sister Jessie, our sister Wendy's the business manager, and she does a lot of like. Um, she talks to the IRS a lot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Pays all the taxes. Assholes. Well, she works with. You know, we have an accountant for the tech, but, you know, she works with all this. She's like the liaison. She's like, you know, between so many different things. And then my eldest brother, Dan, he's like got a lot of contacts and he does a lot of like bidding and a lot of like, you know, all the, all this budgeting and everything. And I've got, you know, David, Tim and Aaron who all have contacts as well. And do all the same project managers. I'm basically the littlest brother. I'm like, I don't really have too many contacts. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, so what's your? <laughs> I'm supposed to go out there, and I, I do like mo- mainly what I do is I do a lot of uh, I manage a lot of the field work on some of our bigger projects, you know, commercial f- stuff, and then I do a lot of project managing and bidding uh, as well. Um, but I'm not like our main bidder. I'll help with uh, when we do really big projects. We all we all look at the bids and and then we'll we'll all agree to send them in if it's something really big you know it could be a million dollars you know two million how about that picture on facebook like those two like almost like i'm sure you're at the bottom of these fucking buildings they look like almost skyscrapers Mm -hmm. did you guys put those up yeah yeah we just we just finished like this year we did like a 12 story tower damn I mean, it was mostly concrete. It wasn't all steel but there's steel in there um so you're working at the top of a 12 story building um, and then we just, we've been doing a lot of stuff in Vancouver. We just did the Angelo Tower. That's a six story building, but that was all steel. And that was a half a city block. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw that building. Got a lot of brothers out there working on that one. It was fun. Uh, the Angelos, man. God damn it. Yeah. And Those motherfuckers are so stupid, bitch. <laughs> yeah. They make me so mad. I, they they own a rental community yeah. right up the street where it's literally like maybe 150 fucking houses. Uh, they're all like, I think they're all duplexes, but it's 150 houses and it's a, literally a rental community. Every single human being in there pays the Angelos to live there. <laughs> all of them. Like that's insane. And that's just right over here. They got the Angelo building. They got yeah. fucking condo buildings. They got the main, the main like three, like, three buildings down there now. Wow. Big buildings. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know they they had a, I think they have something big going in, uh, on the waterfront. Because I know everybody who's got money has doing. We're we're right we're now. doing well right now. The the project I'm doing, I'm running out in the field is the Marriott on the waterfront, Vancouver Ooh. waterfront. Um, and that's a that was a big job. You know, the contract was pretty pretty large. For a long time, we've had a crew of like six guys out there. You know, working maybe even more at sometimes. And then we also have a uh, what we call it's like a crane. We bought this thing. Called, it's called a Magni. It's called a rotating telescopic handler and it's like new no, it's it's italian it's from all italy right, all right and uh it's the greatest invention in the world <laughs> imagine you're so serious right yes now. No, imagine because you know how a lot of people we use cranes a lot but now we have a giant robotic arm 
Oh, it reaches cool. out 100 feet. It reaches up 100 feet. We can build stuff from the outside in or the inside out. We don't care. Nice. We'll just, we'll just, this thing is just, we got a robotic arm. Aside from, uh, from the family, how many, <laughs> how many people do you guys employ? Uh, I want to say it, it, it can go up and down depending with like the, the, if we're like having a big push on projects, but it's, it's about 20, 25 people. I want to say. Nice. In, wait, was it including the brothers and sisters? Not including, not including the. N- we the do brothers. like we have like fifteen or sixteen employees normally. Cut it in half, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's honestly one of the greatest. Um, if if anybody did get a little bit of insight from me on this podcast, like one of the, and it and and I, and I don't. I used to be afraid that people would know some of our tricks, you know, and and things like. But I'm like, it's nothing that I was really given. Or, or I was given, but it was nothing I really earned. It was just I have a lot of brothers, so <laughs> and that work out on the job. So if some type of mistake happens in the field, you know, we're able to have five, six highly trained skillsmen, craftsmen, come out there and fix the problem at basically no cost. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're we're able to 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 risk a lot more, you know, because we're able to we know we can. Uh, we can fix any a lot of mistakes if, if something is like because a lot of companies that would send them right under like it, it'd be a forty. Well, you have like the first hand knowledge, so it really helps with your yeah. bidding, your bidding processes, that, and your yeah. your actual on site uh, construction work too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's incredible, man. That's yeah. a huge asset. That's yeah. that's incredible. So the, those fixes are what forty grand, fifty grand, something like that. It, it could be easily, yeah, yeah, because like you got to think, you know, you're paying these guys. You know, they're not, iron workers are not working for cheap. They want $30 an hour now, you know, right. 30, you know, 25. It depends on kind of what, what their skill level is. But, and then, yeah, so if it, it could be on a Saturday, then you're paying overtime, you know, then, and, and, and it could be a couple Saturday things. So then, then you're, you're, you're going to be paying a lot of money. So, um, we're yeah. able to kind of, uh, substitute that in there a lot of the times, um, which is which is something that's really nice to have, but it, like I said, it's nothing that I really earned. I wasn't like oh, I'm gonna go out and be born to a huge Italian family. <laughs> it was just like a blessing. I, I got right. you know, but it's something that I was like, if you if people are listening, I'm like, and you do have a huge family or a brother or a sister or somebody that you trust, it's like, you know, consider starting a company with them because it's nice having someone that you can trust and you know that you, they're not gonna quit. You know, not gonna quit on you. So. It's, right. it's a nice advantage to you have. do have to have that mm-hmm. that actual mm-hmm. trust though mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. this is a building you're yeah. not a building this is a business yeah uh, got a lot of long story short you have to make money to stay afloat that's it oh yeah so i mean if you guys are there you're working your phantom hours mm-hmm. you know they're doing it yeah you know what i mean because how fucking pissed would you be if you're the only one out there doing it yeah. granted you're on the lowest part of the totem at the point at this yeah. point yeah but at the same time like you know they're willing to come in there and do it too. Yeah, and 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 I and I like the how you basically like came to that conclusion. Yeah, because I was since I didn't have like all the, a lot of the contacts at first, or even like a nice huge truck to be like, oh, here's the company rig. You know, uh, I was like, I gotta put in a lot of hours for you know better for lack of a better term for free, <laughs> right. and just keep you know keep at it. And and when things would go when we'd have like tough times, like you know you'd be like, because you know when you're learning you have to like learn how all the um all the behind the scenes uh action works how to get paid how to bill these people correctly how to go through all these channels to get paid so like we'd, we'd make weird mistakes i don't know you know be like not turn in a certain 
part of the paperwork and then you'd be like we're not getting the, the paid for this for you know it's going to be you got to go around the next billing cycle it'd be 30 days right and that and that you know and then you're like oh, your hope it could it, when we first started like if it was like 20 grand 15 grand you know 30 grand or something we would be like in serious trouble you're like because like i want to say when we first started our payroll would be like 30 grand a month <laughs> wow, that's nice. so and 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 that was with like six work paying six full-time employees and then we would try to come up with money for the owners so i had older brothers who were like i got kids i'm right. <laughs> like okay you're getting paid the nieces and nephews can't go hungry tonight right. uh so and then i'm back there with the with the uh roommates eating hot dogs and uh ramen <laughs> <Yeah. in China. laughs> they're like here here's 50 bucks you're good for the week you know like, uh-huh. I'm making it sound worse than it was. It wasn't that bad. But, uh, so, but realistically, like what you're saying though is, you kind of had to earn your place because yes. they ha- they oh. risked so much more. Definitely, I mean, definitely more. Um, yeah, for sure. And if if I were to look at the situation and I were to see you as the way you're explaining the way you were, you would be the biggest risk to this whole thing bringing you in there. They've you know. they've mentioned that several times, right? And not, not just because you're a fuck off sometimes, <laughs> right? No, you're not. I, I know you're fucking kicking ass in this business, but it's really just because you you like you said already, you have the least amount to lose. Yeah, I mean your bills are a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You could fuck off this whole month and yeah. still make enough money yeah. to survive. Oh yeah, yeah. I was even even when honestly, like I'm saying, it wasn't that bad. I wasn't eating hot dogs really. <laughs> thing because i but yeah i was and and my older brothers and sisters they they knew that and there was times where we were talking about because uh, you know you, you talk about all sorts of stuff when you're in a large council of you know a big family business like this we you know we've even talked about restructuring a few times and yeah i'd come up oh you know maybe our oldest brother should be you know have take you know because right now we're all uh equal partners um, it's like sixteen point one percent. I think I have or something like sixteen point something. I don't but uh, uh, we were talking about okay, maybe we'll you know, because you can structure these LLCs, all you know, corporations in so many different ways. So we were talking about oh yeah, maybe we'll give Dan more of. He'll be the uh, you know the larger stake and have all the shares. I forget what you call it. You know the majority share owner. Um, and then we'll kind of work under him. We've, we've looked at all these different things. We even looked at my sister being the uh, majority share hold owner because you get, like, benefits if you're, like, a woman owner in the uh, uh-huh. construction yeah, trade. Yeah, you get more work. Yeah. It opens up bidding yeah. opportunities and stuff if you're if you're female, minority, or, like, uh, uh, native. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get you get some pretty cool opportunities. To be, to yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we thought about stuff like that. But, in you know, all in all, we, were just, we still liked uh, just having it all equal. And, um, well, there's nothing to fight about it in there, you know? I mean, yeah. as long as you guys are all actually still busting your ass. Yeah. And no one's just fucking off. Yep. And everybody has to. It's, it's, and, and it's, and it's funny because we all got to hold each other accountable. That's, that's a hard part is, uh, you know, holding each other accountable. You know, oh, you know, I, I like to, you know, we call each other first thing in the mornings on Monday, touch base, but really we're, are you at work? <laughs> <laughs> You need anything? Let me know. Really, you're like, yup. <laughs> you're up, right? You're not laying in bed again like last winter. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I feel like you had that pointed specifically at someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking in, in, in yeah. Yeah, at someone right now, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we uh, we just we got the you know imagine it's like a council. Everyone's pretty much equal, 
but we've but now now we're structuring the more we've been learning about company you know companies there's so many different strategies and structuring so you can keep restructuring and and every year now because we do it's called uh i forget what it's called your uh your uh forms uh your formation articles of formation so we'll like look at those and 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 if there's something we can change like we'll we'll do like new committees like we have a financial committee so and and so I don't make all the financial decisions even like there's a committee that I'm actually not on. I don't know why I didn't get on the financial <laughs> committee actually. Uh, I don't know you well enough for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the safety uh, I'm, a, I'm a safety, safety committee. committee. Uh, <laughs> it's not nearly as glamorous, but yeah, so it's just it's 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 fun to to try to structure the company and 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 strategize a bunch of different ways. So uh, neat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this this is fucking crazy. So it's, it is it between is. all of us, I think all of us are doing relatively well, except for and now this may be a dick move to everybody <laughs> listening or not who knows all of us, but uh, I feel like the two we thought would be the best off are kind of the biggest fuck offs at the moment. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought Joey was gonna be fucking doing whatever, you know, like famous by now or some shit, like somehow nude. On a beach with... Well, he's definitely nude on a beach, so... <laughs> right, right, sure, but, he's nude on a but beach. he's not getting paid to do it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> he's not getting paid to be nude and on a And then Jordan, beach. dude. You remember Jordan? I thought that dude was going to fucking... I didn't know what he was doing. He joins the Navy. Uh, granted, a lot's happened, right? Yeah. You can't blame anybody for that. But I thought he was going to be the most successful human being there was out of all of us. And it turns out, like, it, it's probably you. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way, like Michael did it. But it's if I, if I could give any insight to the to the listeners, it's like I did do I did work uh, really hard and work my ass off. But a lot of it is I feel like, and especially now, like it's 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 taking the opportunities. Like if for me, like I always wanted an opportunity. I was just like when I was a kid, I was just like I I I had all sorts of different. Um, ideas of what i wanted to do i thought i could do anything but i was like i wanted an opportunity and as soon as i got an opportunity i took it and i was like i'm i'm gonna work as hard as i can because i knew i was young which was nice and i didn't have a lot to to um gamble with i didn't have a family you know uh, any kids at least or anything so i was able to do that and it's just people you know i feel like they just if once they find the right opportunity some of our other friends you know from the neighborhood and stuff i just hope that they find the right opportunity and 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 the right um you know the right circumstances where they'll find something that they can really get in involved because i hope i hope that everybody if they want to start a company you know that they should they should do it because i mean some people really like working it's great and you and you can make a really nice retirement for yourself and and you can invest a lot of money but at the same time it's really hard to do that and uh having a company is a, just a good investment to have right. you know as well and it's something that perpetuated itself something with a little bit of asset why well, do you think what what you said there though is you've been looking for this opportunity for a long time yeah and you took it dude yeah that is so fucking hard for most people to wrap their damn brains around yeah, yeah. sure you threw in a couple grand Right, and you yeah. were making good money. You're obviously working yeah. in steel already, so yeah. you're making pretty good yeah. money. But yeah. you took it. You know, people don't. A lot of people don't. And I mean, I always hop in dick and balls first. Like that's just how I go. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if it's a meat grinder, it's a meat grinder, and that's gonna mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. But I'll put it back together later, I guess. Yeah. You know, but people just don't take those opportunities, and then they. I hate when you don't take the opportunities and you want to bitch later. Yeah, that you're just yeah. stuck where you are. Yeah. You know, like that's on you, man. Yeah. These, 
you're not going to tell me every human being hasn't at least gotten one opportunity to do something fucking cool. Yeah. You're too scared to take it most of the time. And I get it. Kids, family, all that other shit. It, it is a big deal. It is something to be concerned about. But you're also never going to be what you want to be unless you take those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I just thought I was... I, I, you know, even when I started a business, too, like, you have, like, all these grand ideas of what it's going to be. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Tony Robbins, you know? <laughs> Which you actually, you went to a Tony Robbins. I did, Did you yeah. do Date with Destiny? Or are you... No, or? I, uh, the walk, I did Walking on Fire. Oh, okay. Know. Okay, I thought you did one of, like, the weekend... Yeah, uh, it was a full weekend. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Because I just went to, like, one of his... When we first started our company, all the brothers, you know... We all went to. It was just like an afternoon or something. But oh, yeah, this we was were like three days. We yeah. were like, we want to be Tony Robbins. Who wants to start a business? You want to start? We're everybody. <laughs> everybody in the audience is starting a business. You know, like well, uh, <laughs> that. That actually, that was a big experience for me because I've always been like super motivated and super like mm-hmm. I want to do this mm-hmm. and I want to do that. And I just like I said, I jump in dick first. It's quite yeah. dangerous. You know, yeah, okay, I, mean, yeah. I get fucked quite often. Yeah. Brandon, have you done a, a Tony Robbins or I've have you? No, I've done a Tony Robbins. You've heard of Tony Robbins? I've heard of Tony Robbins. I've heard of Tony Robbins. I've heard of him. I'm like, no, I've just never been to a seminar. I've been through a couple of, like, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Four Disciplines of Execution, stuff like that. I've been through a couple of those things, but never like a like a motivational. So I, I know I realized in that Tony Robbins thing that like you look like a tool, you know? Like <laughs> I mean, Tony Robbins, yeah, right. Like because I, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to become super successful and then teach other people how to do it, which is apparently everyone's idea at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I was watching him and I'm like, that's not what I want to do at all. And then I watched The Wolf of Wall Street on the way home on the plane. And uh, everybody's like, oh, Wolf of Wall Street, this and that, and this and that. And I'm like, did you watch that movie? This yeah, he man falls pretty hard. Like, yeah, this man fucking everything in the grave his life. for millions of dollars <laughs> and then just gets screwed. Yeah. Completely screwed. Yeah. Very well-earned screwed. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. And that's I mean, what I wanted to do. scams like thousands, if not more people. It's just... And of course, Hollywood glamorizes it. They're like, oh, yeah, like... And, and yeah, I, I don't. That, that movie is just. I think it's funny too. Is that, like everybody good, walking around good. with these Scarface like shirts. I'm like, you saw the movie, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you see how that ended? Like this is literally just understand. This is like a couple months worth of time. Yeah, that, Sosa's main, you know, uh, killer guy got him right with the, right with the shotgun. Right, it's like you know, Sosa. with with cocaine dripping off of his <laughs> face because he just stuck his face in a mountain of it. Right, like. Like, you have to... So, in a couple of months, this guy is millionaire. He's got all this other shit and all this other stuff. Oh, cool. That's super sweet. And then he dies. <laughs> so... He goes to prison. It's not good. Right. Classic. Well, no, classic Scarface dies. Scarface died. Right. Gatsby, yeah. after years, he does go to fucking prison for who knows how long. I mean, <laughs> he did a lot of drugs, too. Sometimes you're just bored. Um, the 20s, right? <laughs> the 20s. Gatsby. Yeah, the 20s. Jesus Christ. Those aren't very memorable. Um, anyways... Um, so yeah, business talk. I kind of want to dive in a few little things. Sure. You got anything else you want to talk about the business part? No, I just hope that you know I gave a little bit of I could give some people a little bit of insight of what it's like to start a family business, and it's fun, but you know it's it's hard, but really rewarding on the other side. And hope There's that more people have your, the opportunity and can you get keep the your shit in it though. It. 
Yeah. You know, you gotta can't, get skin in the game. You can't just take an opportunity and then fuck it off and expect it to happen overnight. No. You know, I mean, hours and hours of you busting your fucking ass for this to actually turn around. Yeah. For you to even start getting paid. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. People, people don't quite understand that. Yeah. So, um, huge family. Uh, okay. <laughs> huge family. <laughs> Next step after that. You're married now. Married man, Fucking yeah. congrats. Thank it's about you. goddamn Thank time. Got a... Just kidding. You did it probably the correct way. Yeah. <laughs> we went down to the courthouse and... Well, no, I'm not saying, like, you got married the right way. I'm <laughs> saying... It's legal. I mean... <laughs> I'm saying you waited till like you found a person that was yeah, good for you. Yeah, I definitely uh, waited till I found the right person, which right. is nice. Yeah. You didn't just get married to get married, which like no, I pulled mine out. Nineteen years old, I was married. <laughs> my, my one and a half year old was at the wedding. You know, like uh, anyways. That's awesome. But hey, you got lucky. You know, you 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 you, pull, right. you know you you pulled out of the out of the. I don't know if I'm not. I'm gonna tread lightly here. <laughs> Yeah, with the faces I'm giving you. Yeah, very lightly here. I, I, you've done as lucky you've as you've got think. a beautiful family, Tyler. Thank you. You've got I a beautiful family. You. And you... My dick works. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all that I got with that. But uh, got, so yeah, I got the wife. On that part, right? Yeah. You have a huge fucking family on your yeah. side. Yeah. You planning on popping out 12, 13 of your own? Nope. <laughs> no, you I planning on any? Uh, not that it's a hundred percent our You know, it's, it's no, me and me and my wife. We're just classic millennials. You know, we're like we will. We're like, should we do it? Is the economy right? Is oh, is uh, how are things looking? You know, in, on the Dow futures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, we'll be like, well, we do want to go to Thailand in the spring. You know, right? So you know, not anymore, obviously, because the pandemic. But you know, we do. We're always into traveling. So I don't know. We're just. Uh, but we have a uh, if if I'm a good enough boy, uh, <laughs> I you know may, I would like to give back at least because I don't want to just you know live my whole life being a non you know just oh a single you know not single but just not having any kids and not give back. So I'm like I would I would definitely look at like fostering some kids maybe even or something. I mean I got I'm rich as hell and I got a huge house so. I'm not, I'm just <laughs> I, just, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna challenge that at all. Humble. Yeah, Andy's <laughs> Really, I'm the most humble person in the world. Uh, yeah, so I was, I'd like to give back somehow. You know, because coming from a big family, it's really important. You know, not not everyone was you know able to have like a great dad like I did, and you know I understand that if there's anybody out there that would like if I could help with that, I would probably do that in the future. If I'm a good boy, if my wife says I'm allowed to, and I do all my chores. Right. And you can like, like make the millions. Yeah. You know? Once you yeah, I million, make a couple million, then I'll they'll be able to adopt some kids. You know, it was um, it was actually very good. That's a good point. You know, uh, a lot of people. My aunt got super pissed because I had my second kid, and I, I, she was pregnant with my second child, and I was like, "Yep, and I'm gonna keep going. I want twelve. <laughs> I want eleven boys and a girl." You know what I mean? Just like, and I want the get girl the momentum going. That's right. what my mom did. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, like. <laughs> There is a lot into it. You know what I mean? Like, the more kids you have... Now, people don't quite understand the dynamic either. So, they always think, oh, the more kids you have, the more... The harder it is with family life. Sure, mm-hmm. maybe in some support, some parts. But, like, you know, coming from a big family, how many times was it your brother and sisters watching you? Yeah, you get a lot of support from, from the brother and sister. Especially when you're only, like, 11 months apart. So... Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're my best friend and my babysitter. You know? <laughs> 
You're legally of age, so he took advantage of that. Yeah, we yeah. call it the system in a big the family. You know, okay. It it starts at the oldest and works its way down, and you gotta be, you gotta know the system. And if <laughs> Jesus, what was that? I think your tripod fell over. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but you gotta find your way in the system, and right. yeah, it's all about family dynamics. You know, uh, well, so I applaud every every parent now that has kids. I'm just like, wow. I'm, because you're an uncle. I'm impressed. I'm, a, I'm an uncle, and I'm just like, it's it's tough enough to be an uncle. Right. <laughs> I, I love, so I have a niece down in El Salvador. Oh, nice. That's the closest I got, right? But uh, <laughs> I love hanging out with her, and then when she starts being a douche, I'm like, here, you take it. Yeah. Get, get it away from me. Like, I'm fucking yeah. done with this yeah. thing now. You know? Like, yeah. But as a parent, that's not how this goes. Like, I got to deal with right. the bullshit. Yeah. I'm the one who gets the kid given back because he's being a tool. Yeah. You just spoil them and then send them back to their parents, just... Well, my aunt always said, like, um, our generation needs to learn that we shouldn't have more than two kill- two kids. Uh-huh. And the reason is because we should be just replenishing what's gone. But at the same time, like, as millennials, we've all come to realize, like, what about those people who had 13? Yeah. Like, maybe we just chill the fuck out and take care of a couple of the ones that they lost because they're doing heroin. You know what I mean? Like... Maybe we can make the world a there's, little bit better there's, place. There's a little, there's some extra kids around here that could, <laughs> that are missing some parents. I'm sure of it. You know, it is a little crazy though. How uh, I, I I know a couple that was trying to adopt for a long time, and it took them years. Yeah. To get a kid, they ended up going the Mexico route. Went oh, down yeah. to Mexico, oh, yeah. and just paid some girl yeah. like a couple grand, and uh, she just gave them the baby. <laughs> wrote their name on the fucking birth certificate and everything. Like, they don't even care. Wow. They just came back with a baby. Like, I've heard of people going down there for dental work and, you <laughs> know, uh, yeah, yeah, some plastic surgery, but a baby. No, it actually happens quite often. You remember, uh, I don't know if the story came up, and this might get <laughs> weird if my wife listens. Can't get over this, man. <laughs> you remember my ex, Becky, right? Yeah. <laughs> she is actually the product of one of those. I don't know if you what? saw that on the news. No. That uh, they tried to deport her. Because uh-huh. her parents went down to Mexico. I didn't. I thought she lived in America her whole life. She did. Oh, yeah. So she, was, so she went, went down there and bought her at like two months old. <laughs> just drove her back across the border. And apparently a lot of people did this. Some 90s stuff right here. Right. So, <laughs> no so, birth certificate? No birth certificate. No nothing. But what? because there's a baby in the back seat with these two people that are obviously their parents. Right. So they're not going to question wow. you coming back in here. Right. And so it was like. It's a big thing. They tried to deport her for a long time. Even though John, I guess he had like some service. He like he was like a military service or whatever and wow. like she's literally lived here since she was three months old. She doesn't that know anything. Scary. And they're like trying to deport her back to Mexico. Like she that, doesn't even speak Spanish. That, that, you know? like, that would be scary if you were like living in, in America your whole life and then all of a sudden you were like realized that you weren't born in America. Well she knew. She knew she was Oh, American. you're right, I'm thinking like both her parents were like old like, ass I, white people. I just learned this <laughs> like, information. And she so. was fucking dark brown. You know what I mean? So, but... Oh, man. Oh, funny story. I saw her this weekend. Wow, really? At the fucking tree cutting place. Me and my wife had just got this huge argument about some bullshit. Ah, the ex at the tree cutting place. <laughs> and then we huh? pull up and she walks right in front of me. We both make eye contact. I'm like, oh, podcast fuck. is getting juicy, dude. <laughs> this is getting good. Oh, you haven't even listened to the podcast. I don't know, man. <laughs> There's one called Relationships Are Hard that we dive in deep. Really? So, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I could be on the panel with that one too, guys. You know, I got some experience. Yeah, relationships suck most of the time, <laughs> but uh, the sex parts are fun. I dive in dick first, you know. That's how I, <laughs> I like, I like, I like your uh, slogan there. <laughs> dive in dick first. That's why I got kids. My my oldest is thirteen. 
I'm 31. Dang, I cannot believe you have a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Man. Oh, did you see him in there? Yeah. That 25-year-old yeah, fucking that, monster. I thought that kid was on the Hudson's Bay football team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like, 13. Oh, he's 5'10". Jeez. Yeah. And I, I was 5'10 in me, high school. Yeah. Now I'm 5'8". From all this <laughs> lifting. I'm like, this is bullshit. Shrunk a little bit, or what? Yeah, compressing my bones. Dude, your bones are porous and shit like that. Dude, at and my least fucking you're stacked I'm now. I'm so though, right? fucking strong. Dude, those it's shoulders, crazy. bro. I'm like, oh man, if you ever wanted to lift some steel out on the steel on the job side, dude, you could just be like overhead, <laughs> well, weld it like stone welding. Weld it. shirtless. Yeah. Just uh, weld it. <laughs> fucking shit spark. Oh my god. <laughs> dude, the greatest story ever is uh, when Joey worked for us for a summer. Oh my god. We make we always make him when okay when no one would be around like on Saturdays we'd make him just wear a vest with no shirt on underneath oh <laughs> so he's just wearing the orange vest dude's getting like his arms burnt like like well uh like hot steels like getting stuck into his arm and he's like trying his slivers everywhere we're like oh you got to keep wearing just the vest Joey. <laughs> And he was a good sport. He wore it to a... He, he Any wore chance it. for Joey to put his nipples out. He's in yep. there, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a nice day, too. But I was like... <laughs> for someone like me who's been in the trade for a long time, I'm like... I, I, I'm going to protect the I, arms, you know? I really hope OSHA doesn't come <laughs> around the corner. I was going to say, I think Ellen and I once have a conversation yeah, with you. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah, just, hopefully they don't listen to That's this. just kidding. He was just kidding. It's hypothetical. <laughs> um, all right, I wanted to talk about fucking... Uh, your backpacking trip in Europe. Ah, that is a classic trip story. I want to hear it. Oh, uh, classic! I'll I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the rundown. All right. So when I yeah, because when I was nineteen, my cousin who's lived my because uh, I got Spanish family too, Italian and Spanish, and so my cousin who lives in Spain was like, <laughs> we all go on a trip around Europe. It's a month, and if you're American, you can buy a year rail pass. It's like a thousand bucks, and you can. They give you like they send you this little book it booklet. I don't, this is a, this is before cell phones really. This was in two thousand and seven. So they they mail you this little book with all the train times in in every country in Europe for the whole summer. <laughs> so you got this little book and you get to Europe and I meet my cousin and, uh, and his friends two uh, two of his friends uh, we who we came to be known as the drunk Spaniard Tedek Abdul and uh, his other friend Sam the Plan Man. This other uh, British dude who was like really had a plan a lot of the times he really wanted us to do stuff and we became a infamous Eurail team known as Straight to the Brain oh my god <laughs> we went around Europe for about a month uh, five weeks actually because took us a little longer to get back <laughs> went around we went we started at uh, and I would suggest that no one do this if you do a Eurail trip or go to Europe on a trip do not start in Amsterdam. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> start there. In I'm just there, in like, in that's it. where I want to start. You you're a classic Northwest person, right? Uh, yeah, okay. It's like similar to here. You're like, ah, oh, it's dreary and it's rainy and... And drugs. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> lots of weed. And, and, and so, yeah, so we started there. And, yeah, just like spend all your money, party your heart out. You're 19 years old, like you can drink. You know, because in America, you know, I've never been to a bar until, you know, you go to Europe. And so then we go to, yeah, we go to, uh, then we go to like Germany after that, Brussels. Hit up. We ended up hitting, um, it was like 25 cities and 12 countries. And 
So, yeah, we ended up staying, like, in Croatia. We went so far east. We went to Croatia for, like, a week. Stayed, like, and because it was so cheap. It's, like, it's right. not, like, you they don't... all your money in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it, I needed, I needed like, 50 bucks to last me, like, a week. So, we're, like, okay, take the train Croatia straight is. to Croatia. <laughs> and, yeah, so, uh, and, and I was also, like, it was when I was kind of first... I'd done a fir- my first year of being an iron worker. So, I was, like, obsessed with iron work and climbing stuff and i would we'd get all like partied out and you know have a few beers or take a shot of what's that the absinthe oh shit and we get all crazy i'd start climbing stuff and you know i ended up falling off a light pole and i hit my leg on a uh on a bike rack when i was in rome and i had to limp around rome for like two days (laughs) i'm an italian i wanted to go see rome you know i'm just like my luck my drunken luck i just my legs all bruised i'm like oh i can't you know i'm trying to go they're like oh it's just a quick walk around the uh the Coliseum, it's like a mile, you know? You're like, oh, <laughs> And, yeah, so ran out all my money. Uh, the, the other thing, the other piece of insight quit, uh, that I give other people is I'm a, as an American, I didn't realize that I thought a backpacking trip, I thought it was out in the wilderness. <laughs> I knew we were going to different countries, but I brought a four-person tent, a sleeping bag, a sleeping pad, and my skateboard. <laughs> it was the most useless thing. They have cobblestones in Europe. Okay, this, these, this, they don't have concrete like we have in America. It wasn't like downtown Portland street skating. It was, it was like an old abbey from the Middle Ages. I was like, why did I bring this? I ended up almost trying to sell it, but people were like, we don't even can, we, they can't even what use it. So I was, uh, I lugged that stuff around. You know, five weeks later, I limped back into America. Uh, yeah, and the rest is history. It's just it's pretty crazy, but yeah, lots of fun countries. Got to see a lot of cool stuff. Um, met so many cool people, and you learn. You, you get your first taste of trap, like international travel, like that, and you just you get addicted to it. Like I've been on three other backpacking trips probably since that. You know, uh, and I just finished right before COVID. Me and my wife were on one in uh, Thailand, in Indonesia. Yeah, and that was. That was really fun too, and I've done two in South America now. Really? <laughs> yeah. So that's a little scary. Yeah, it's, it's South America is a fun place. It's like Croatia but Spanish. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Portuguese. Yeah. There's some Portuguese there too, but I just if people speak Portuguese, I just run away. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Obrigado! Just like run, you know? <laughs> So, do you speak any of that Spanish? Anything like that? Hablo. Un poco español. Oh, that's pretty yeah, un poco, un poco. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you, you, you It's funny because I, as an American, I feel like you have this. It's down, especially in Mexico or like in in Europe or not in Europe, uh, in South America. I can do a lot better with the Spanish. But you go to Spain and it's right. I'm it's like I'm lost and I cannot do anything and I'm it's it's sad. So confident coming there. Hola. <laughs> Donde está el baño? And they're just like, uh, the bathroom's over there, dude. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, all right, so they speak English, and then they won't speak English to you anymore. You're like, what the heck, man? They're like, you don't speak Spanish? Like, ah, oh, Spain. Yeah, they got the Zeta, too. Which throws everything off. It literally sounds like a dude with a lisp. Oh, yeah. Talking exactly. through yeah. everything, you're like, yeah. you good? Yeah. What's, what's happening with you? <laughs> oh, you, you talked about that little translator thing? Yeah, where, where yeah. everything has the... Th- yeah, you gotta watch out for those, man. Because uh, especially in like with 
they work sometimes with Latin based languages, but yeah, when you go to like Thailand or like Japan or something, <laughs> you're saying the weirdest stuff. Like, <laughs> one time I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I don't even want to explain this story. It's so bad. <laughs> We're like trying to talk about, like, I'm trying to say, I need to find somebody, and it keeps saying, I need a man. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, like so confused. <laughs> And the question I was like, trying to say I was looking for like a specific person, you know. I was like, <laughs> I need the bellhop, you know. Like, I need man. I'm looking for a man. I'm like, ah, gotta calibrate this thing, you know. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So that can go south. That's real that's fast. that's my euro. That's my euro trip stories. It's it's crazy. So I still want to know. I think it was Eagles Crest, but I can't remember what the fuck mm-hmm. that day. We, what are we all fucking party or some shit and then you wake up and you're like we're going camping oh you're talking about the time we went up to silver star is that what it is silver oh, yeah. star okay oh, yeah. pyramid rock we went up to pyramid rock me you and sam dupree yep that was cool that with was a fucking fun trip. a bottle of hennessy and some <laughs> red bull and some weed. i got in trouble i got in trouble in school because i was like using some of the footage we like filmed a bunch of this of us out in the woods it was cool and then my teacher was like you're taking a shot of Hennessy, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you can't turn this in as a project. You know? I was like, it's fake. It's not real. It's not real. Like, yeah. is, that, is that a blunt? Yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah, I think there was a blunt in there. There was a blunt. Was, there was yeah, a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite from that trip, and I'll never forget this, about oh, no. getting random meats from a freezer wrapped in tinfoil, and you're like, because we thought it was... Well, we thought it was beef or something, right? I don't know what it was. It was pork. It, it turned out to be pork, but we were, this whole camping trip, we're climbing up this mountain. We're like, we cannot wait to get some of this. It was like, we thought it was like, uh, steaks or something. Steak or something, yeah. And we're like, we're, we're probably a little buzzed off the Hennessy by the end of the night, and we're cooking this stuff up, and all of a sudden, we just have this revelation that it is, it's pork. And we're just, we thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like, And it's just one of those things where, when you have no TV, no cell phones, that's the kind of thing that is just sticks in your mind, you know? You're yeah. like, that was the greatest night ever. We thought beef was, we thought pork was beef. <laughs> it was a great surprise. <laughs> Whatever, man. It, it was edible. Yeah, yep. we just wrapped it in tinfoil and yep, threw it in the fire. Got in trouble. That was, I really loved that trip, too, how it was snowy when we woke up in the yeah. morning. And it was a cold walk home. We were like all wet. You had je- you were wearing jeans, yeah. and it's just like all the jeans are just soaked with like water that is like melted snow. <laughs> so it's like this dude is cold. You just like lose each other, the three of us. Like you're just so cold. You're just like every man for him. it's like coming down from Everest. You know, it's like I love you, Tyler. <laughs> I hope you make it down, buddy. Like you just look ahead and just oh gosh, so cold. That was fucking crazy, man. I was hammered by the time we got up there. I passed the fuck out. Oh, well, we were I... like 16, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took like half a shot of Hennessy, and Sam, our older buddy, drank the rest. We were like... Yeah, that was fantastic. I remember, I was like, I couldn't even handle any Hennessy at that point. Like, this was before I even went to Europe, too, and I remember I thought I was so cool because I got back from Europe, and I was like, I've been to the bar, ladies and gentlemen. And my friends were like, alcohol sucks. Have you ever tried? No. <laughs> and then you try that, and a whole year goes by very quickly. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, what else you got on there? You got a long list there. I love I it. I know, dude. Uh, You're like, this is Access oh, Hollywood. I saw a fucking picture. Biz Nation, really, still? Ah, the 30th <laughs> birthday. Which I was going to mention, too. Yeah, because so <laughs> I, was, I was in Portugal when I took that picture with the T on right. my 30th birthday. And it was for my cousin's, my Spanish cousin's wedding this time. And we had a, it was 10 years since the Euro trip. And we had a straight to the brain 10 year reunion. <laughs> oh, no. oh we, we, we had a great time. There was picture exchange. Um, we all went out one night. And yeah, so it was, it was a pretty fun trip. Uh, but yeah, I still do the, uh, I mean, I'm not into uh, the Fizz Nation really anymore. I obviously don't do Molly. I'm not like a 21 <laughs> year old kid anymore. But uh, for all the listeners out there, I don't do Molly. Um, Although some people used to call me Molly Mike. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love that you're maybe kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. That's my third story. Sports hobbies, right? So I know you uh, you tried a few sports. I <laughs> <laughs> was a great football player. Right. You were fucking amazing. Well, it was a 110-pound kid out there on the football field, JV. Put me in at center uh, center linebacker. I I did make one tackle, and it was because I was pushed over, <laughs> and the running back tripped over me, and they were like tackle by number fifty eight, Michael Leone. I was like yes. <laughs> I remember I thought I was such a badass D lineman until Isaiah Verter <laughs> got you- the ball. <laughs> You you were good. You were a lot better than me. You at least knew some of the rules of football. <laughs> like how to line up at the line and stuff. Like I would I would be like a punt return and I would be like confused. I was like, what? Wait, he kicked the ball. Where's he going with it? Like, Can we do that? We never practiced this. We had this kid, Isaiah Vercher, half black, half Samoan. And he was our lead run- running back. And our lead linebacker. He played both sides. He's always on the field. We go to practice. And this is, we're all on JV. Of course, he's already on varsity and he's in our year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I fucking come around to get him because I see him going to the to, to my right, right? So instead of plowing forward, I came around. He didn't even notice me. He just plowed me over and I'm like trying to grab his knees and he just just stomping me into the ground and just kept going I'm like oh fuck this and then the Eric Jenkins you remember Jenkins Jenkins yeah oh yeah he was an O-lineman I hated O-line because I didn't like Mm. having to memorize the plays and shit I just wanted to go get the guy with the ball he would twist me up He's a, he's a big-ass uh, O-tackle. Yeah. Oh, he'd man, twist me tough. up and just start fucking punching you in the gut. And he'd do it in the middle of the game. Nobody even fucking knows. He'd just pull you closer and just <laughs> well, fucking whack right What a cheap shot. Classic high school football. <laughs> <laughs> just, just more beat up at the practices than the games, you know? Like, that's why we never won any games. I remember talking to other kids like that went to other schools. I'm like... How come you guys aren't like beat up? Like what the heck? You know, like our best O line is like broken leg from like some dude's helmet and practice going. You know, it's, well, it's just funny stuff. because like, I want to say when I looked around and we're playing these other teams, we probably had the most talent out of everybody. We just all fucking hated each other, and we so we just we wouldn't pass to, to each team, other. Yeah. Fucking uh, yeah, it was just a 
We suck, dude. Well, it didn't help when they took Isaiah, the biggest guy in our grade, and they're like, well, he's on varsity. <laughs> guys, all you see, team, guys, fend for yourselves over here. And then, and then, like, things would be going bad, and they'd be like, all right, send in Isaiah. Like, this is messed up. He has to come from, like, another field. <laughs> yeah. Just come so, over and just time, help us score time, one time. One time, the, uh, the, they tried to, like, let uh, one of the older kids, like, because they let Isaiah play in the C team games. Because he was in our grade. But they tried to send some, like, uh, there were sophomores in. It was, like, uh, Anthony Martinez. Oh, God. And the and the ref just kicks him out of the game. They're like, this guy's not a freshman <laughs> in high school. <laughs> like, we know him from varsity. They're like, we've seen him in Friday tattoos. night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this guy's, like, looks beefy. And we're like, I mean, he's looking. They're like, bring in Michael instead of. Anthony Martinez. I'm like, and they kick out Anthony, and then they're like, "Wait, who's replacing him? He's already on the field. You like, don't see him." He's <laughs> got like used cleats that are like way too big for my feet. I'm like running around like like you can't even like barely run. I'm like, the bottom of my feet are bruised, coach, <laughs> like, and I'm bleeding from the ears. <laughs> yeah, so that was my football career. It was real fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. man. <laughs> All right, so we get over running a business. Um, <laughs> what would you say is your what's your next big adventure? Like, I don't give a shit if it's business wise or like vacation wise. What do you think? Uh, business wise, I've been I've been trying to start like a cabin. I want to start like a cabin company where you're like where we build and um, build, maintain, and like re uh, remodel like uh, isolated cabins. Are you talking like you're going old school, like cutting the trees down around it? And no, 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 not, not that old school. No, we're gonna use the Magni. We're gonna use the. Uh, we're gonna use all of our skills and all of our equipment and to. Uh, yeah, because cause that's why that's why I can move to something like that because I have a bunch of resources. Because I'm like I got a lot of people that can help me, a lot of people that uh, I know that are interested in stuff like that, and I got a lot of equipment and tools and. And I really like, especially with the pandemic, it's like, because me and my family, we bought a small little um, cabin up in Cape Flattery, up in like Mia Bay. It's kind of like in the Olympic Peninsula. And we're just like, love being up there. And it's just like, there's no electricity. There's no TV. You got to watch like old Disney movies on VHS. And it's just so fun. And I'm like, I'm just, I want to like explore that a little bit more and, and see if I can like figure out if I can make make a living off that somehow or you know something well, like cool. that so so in memories that created or in some memories that you guys created that were yeah. absolutely amazing you're yeah. trying to help other people yeah because i figure lots of there's there's probably other people that uh are looking for nice cabins and right um I you know what i think one. as the world as the world develops more people look to uh, escape that mm-hmm. a little bit too. So mm-hmm. I think that yeah, I think that's pretty. That's pretty cool, man. Well, my wife gets mad because if I ever go to the bank, I go inside. It's just the ATM's right fucking there. <laughs> you know, like you can you can do everything, or you can do it all with your phone. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. I want to talk to a people. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> like your old school. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. I just I'm so sick of all this technology. Why can't we just have a conversation? It's like it's like why why would you buy the white eggs at the store when you can get the brown eggs? You know, I'm like they didn't bleach these ones. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they sell the protective layer or whatever that but is. But sometimes I'm like, you know, those the 18 pack of the white ones. I'm like, it's so cheap and it's and there's not and they're not cracked. You know, so yeah, they're not cracked. That's a good point. All right, man. Um, so cabins, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna start a little remote, which uh, well digging, uh, drilling wells. 
I'm gonna need I, I uh, might know get a some, yeah, yeah. yeah. Need some, <laughs> some, some wells. <laughs> no, that's actually that's good information. Um, what was your biggest adrenaline rush in life? Yeah, <laughs> my biggest adrenaline rush, uh, rush in life. Like, there's got to be something that stands out. Where like, definitely bungee jumping. I in Peru, I went bungee jumping. That's fucking. Um, cool. It was a it was a pretty intense bungee jump too. You, it was, you should have a shirt like world's most interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah. You've done I, a lot of really cool stuff. I would never bungee jump again. That's why it, it, I would never bungee jump again. Probably, and it was insane. It was it was it, it, if you want to see what it's like to fly head first at the ground, <laughs> then this is for you. And and then. Do at the bottom. Of, I it's called. I call it the crunch of a lifetime. You're just like when that band tightens and your body. I mean, it's the crunch of a lifetime. You're just like, <laughs> and, and and they make it look so cool in movies. You know, they don't show you that in real life. They put the the neck harness on you. You know, a neck brace. Uh, not a harness, a neck brace. So, I mean, and you got like this whole body brace on. You don't look cool. You're, it's not like Mission Impossible. You're like, I thought this was safe. And they're like, well, I'm like, why are you putting the neck brace on me, you know? And Whiplash. When they got get you to the bottom, they're like, let us, just, just say something if you're injured or anything. And I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And like, I was just so, like, my back was just like, I mean, this, this was like, and the worst part was... So, the guy, this is the craziest thing is, so this one in Peru, they have this long cable that goes across this canyon. This, it wasn't like a bridge or anything. They've got this cable, it's like really high up, and this, uh, this it's like a, a cage on a winch, and they winch you up into the middle of the canyon, up on the, up basically to the, to the cable, and you jump out of that cage. And the guy, this is the That's scariest so thing. This is this this is uh, this is the scariest thing anybody's ever told me. And this uh, and the guy goes because you're you're in the harness and they open the door and the wind's hitting you and you're okay and and you feel the the weight from the bungee because this thing is this is an eighty meter bungee jump. Yeah. I don't know what that is in feet because I'm an American, but it's long. Okay, hundred and twenty. It's no, long. Sixty. It's long. Longer than that. Okay. It's long. So <laughs> this was this was pretty. Yeah. And, and the guy goes. The guy yeah, goes. Most people can't even bring themselves to jump, so I hold the back of their harness, and I they lean over and I let go. This is what he tells me. <laughs> and I go. I'm like, don't touch me, don't touch me, and I just run and dive out. <laughs> and I, at, like, I do not dive correctly, cause like, <laughs> when, when you you know you reach the bottom of your of your little elasticity, I get brought right side up. So <laughs> instead of being upside down, bungee, and oh wow, fun, I turn right side up, and I'm like looking at the at the top of this bungee. I'm looking up, like. I'm gonna come down and just get whipped so hard like this is bad and yeah I did and I get whipped super bad and then you start spinning <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds so terrible so I would suggest a lot of people to go bungee jumping it's it's a lot cooler uh, when you see it in the movies but this this was pretty crazy and another another kid he did the Jesus he was like backwards and he just like he was as crazy I think he was like from Finland or something because he was cooler than me you know <laughs> He's arms come from? backwards, just arms straight out, just just falls face just backwards on his. It's just totally fine. 
He was like, well, that was awesome, mate, or whatever they say in Finland. I don't know. <laughs> it was like British accent. I don't know. But yeah, so that was that was probably my biggest like adrenaline rush. Either that or mountaineering. Uh, when I when the hardest route I've done up on Mount Hood, uh, Luthold's Kalor. It's like hours of ice climbing, uh, and it's so so much of an adrenaline rush when you come back home and sit on the couch. Like you just cannot stop. Like the adrenaline in your body because just for hours of climbing this ice, you know, you're just like can't relax. You go home, you're trying to watch TV. Maybe, you know, take a little hit of the, you know, the ganja or something. It's just nothing. You're just full adrenaline out for, like, at least 20 hours after that. You can't get it out of your body. You can't sleep. It's, it's crazy. And you're so tired, too. Like, you just <laughs> spent, like, 20 hours climbing. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy. But I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. So that was a, was a loaded question for me. You know? climb up Mount Hood. I climbed. You I did went, it? Well, I went from the parking lot. Oh, you yeah. did this with your uh, with your group. I remember this. Your guys' fitness group, I thought. No. Oh, I no, thought you this did this was, with uh, like some... Uh... It was a buddy of mine and his eight-year-old son. Oh. So I make it up to that little building. Oh, yeah, the uh, Silcox Hut. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's all I remember because I went back <laughs> down after far. that. That's like a mile straight up the mountain, dude. It was terrible. Yeah. I hated every minute of... I'm a big man, and that <laughs> mountain sucked. And that's that's a brutal part. Like that's no fun. That's that's it the was bullshit. You, it's only fun when you get up high and you're like actually able to make some 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 uh, headway, like climbing upwards. Like yeah, that is just you're on this like kind of low angle slope. Yeah. And and it just it's a it's a slog. Yeah, that's brutal. But so by the time I got to that. the truck, I walked all the way back down because I'm like fuck this. He, I was like, how far are we? He's like, maybe like a third of the so way So he out. kept going? Yeah, him and his eight-year-old. They made it to the top. <laughs> yeah, This is awesome. Yeah, they were, he's, he's been, he, like, he's kind of like you are. But uh, he just climbed mountains, so I guess he I did don't like know the if I've ever t- and shit. Like, Damn. All that. Oh, but, that's uh, sick. I don't know if I've ever taken it. I've never seen an eight-year-old up there. Well, he, so he went up there before, what's the fucking part you actually have to ice climb? There's like a, like something... Pearly Gates. Or something ah, like well, yeah, the Pearly Gates. Yeah, that's the that's the top crux. Of, right. Yeah, that's so the part they made it to it. that. Nice. And then they came back. Down. Okay. So I, they, I, I was wondering if they if they climbed up that crux part. No. Cause I'm like, that's that's pretty crazy. His son wanted to. I bet. I think he's like, why don't you sit down for like ten minutes and then he passed the fuck it's, out. It's it's people that are not experienced mountaineers that are like, oh yeah, I'll make it easily. That and you're like, let's let's. You can come back. The mountain will always be here. Right. Let's bring a rope. Let's bring more gear. Let's get some more training, maybe. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I got back down there. My legs were fucking shaking. I oh, barely yeah. made it to my truck. Oh, yeah. It was only a third of the way up. Oh, dude. I, I definitely marked that up as to the biggest nuh-uh ever. <laughs> like, nuh-uh. You want to climb up? Nuh-uh. Nope. <laughs> I am not built for for that. No. I'll pick up a heavy shit and throw it at you. <laughs> Right? But I'm not climbing a fucking mountain again. That was bullshit. It takes a special person that really likes to torture themselves <laughs> in, in the worst way. It's right. agonizing. It yeah, really I, I didn't even make it all the way up, and I'm still pissed off that for four fucking days. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four days! I couldn't feel my legs. Dude, I totally know what you're saying. Like, is it is it worth it at the end, you know? that yeah. If you didn't make it to the top. That's why people get that summit fever, you know? They know they're going to pay for it later, so they just... 
No, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. I hate it. <laughs> and he's like... What was the conditions like? Was it like really cold or was it hot or... It was cold as fucking super windy. Oh. And we started at like three in the morning. Yeah, classic. And then... Uh, the alpine start, that's what we call it. He that. fucking told me to bring a sled. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, okay, cool. So we could sled on the way down. Yeah. I tie this fucker to my bag. Yeah. Like this. Like a fucking oh, sail. No, you got this thing. Is, oh, this thing's a sail. So it's literally just yanking me backwards the whole way up. And then I, I finally hop on it. I got like three, four minutes of fucking snow. And then I'm hitting gravel and I had to walk the rest of the way anyways. I yeah, was fucking yeah. irritated. <laughs> but I've never gone faster on a sled in my life. It's a nice it scared the sled, shit yeah. out of me. It's like, a, it's like a blue intermediate run on your skis. You're sledding down that. Like, I wouldn't even... Like, I... That's how much of a skier I am now. Like I'm like I, I'm like I'm scared to sled. I'm like, oh, how would I control my descent? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was also wearing snowboarding pants, so sledding and snowboarding pants was bullshit. I probably had half the snow up my ass <laughs> by the time I got there. It was shitty. Um, all right, on to my dumbass questions of the okay. week. Let's right? Hear let's, let's hear the, the <clears throat> questions of the week. What's your favorite smell? Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you took a big ass whiff. Salt, yeah, really, like the ocean or like just like a table salt, man. <laughs> salt shaker, man, or gasoline. It's it's right there. I love like wow. gasoline, man. I just yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, Brandon, you got one. Um, leather. Ooh, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not talking oh, yeah. like, like it's okay. I'm not judging you. Like, you wear that leather however no, you You're not a vegan, I'm taking it. <laughs> Gentleman likes the smell no, of leather. I, I, I do. I do like the, I like the smell of leather. I, I uh, went on a motorcycle ride today and put my uh, my vest on, and I was like, that leather smell. Oh, was nice. Yeah, it was nice man. today. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really pretty. Uh, mine's, um, I'm going to go a little weirder for you guys. Um, <laughs> lavender. Ooh. So... Somebody, somebody's got a wife. <laughs> she wakes yeah. up with lavender in the morning. She's like, Tyler. No. <laughs> That's not what happens at all. Like, no. No, she wakes me up like, you're still snoring, asshole. Roll over. <laughs> all right. All right. Would you want to know the date of your death? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Okay. Man. And how big of a torture do you think it would be to know the day and month, but not the year? Ooh, that's fucked up. That would suck. I feel like that would be super terrible. So I think like knowing that information, I think like I would literally lock myself in my house that day in that month. Like if like say it was like July twenty fifth or whatever. But what if like an airplane fell from the sky? (laughs) (laughs) It's final destination, dude. Yeah, it's final destination. Except for it's just it's like an anniversary day. They're like, oh, the tenth of November. What about you? Would you... Uh... Just so you know, that's my wife's birthday. So I do understand. I do feel like I'm going to die every year. <laughs> like the most random date Did I can come up with. buy enough shit for her? Is the party big enough? <laughs> Anyways. You'll, you'll, you'll what see. about you? Yeah. Oh, me? Um, is it, it going to be a torture or what? I would like to know the day, month, and year. I'd be fine with it. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I feel like it would motivate me more. Like I'm just like, dude, I got this much time. And you know what? I'm not going to die before then. Hmm. So you can fuck right off with whatever you think is going to kill me. So you can go bungee jumping for sure. I'm, not, I'm jumping fucking without the bungee. 
What are you going to do? You can't kill me. Final Destination says I'm dying on this day. You're like, Anyways. Ugh. Goes into my god complex already. But okay. you take away the year, yeah, I'm going to be irritated. Like, thoroughly irritated. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. What would be your purpose in life if you could live forever? Like, you knew you were never going to die. What would you make your purpose in life? Shit. So these aren't dumbass questions. This is actually pretty pretty intense. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, to make my purpose. So are you saying if I lived like on Earth as a human, or could I be like a spirit? For... <laughs> you live. I'm, try, okay. I'm trying to take Let's this question and really dissect being, it. You're your age right now, right? But you're gonna live forever. Is that the only, like, superpower that I have is eternal life? Like, <laughs> yes. I can't fly, I can't, like, oh, that's I don't get extra You're fucking dead pulling it. You're just never going to I guess <laughs> you could help people. <laughs> I love how op- like, optimistically skeptical you were on that, but... Yeah, I think I would help people. <laughs> Good answer. Because, I mean, I, you probably get so bored after a while. First, you try everything, you know, you're like, ah... You know, what's it like to, I don't know, jump off the top of the Grand Canyon or all that fun stuff, you know, uh, buy my own roller coaster, who knows. But then eventually you're like, I'm just going to hang out with people and be nice to them, I guess, and try to help them. Because a lot of people probably couldn't live forever and they only could live for like, who knows, you know, there's lots of people that would be like all sad because they're not living forever. (laughs) I don't know, that would make me happier. I'd rather not live forever. I mean, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. If, if they're like, hey, could you live forever on Earth? I'd be like, no. Because I used to always think it would be cool to put your brain in a computer. Oh, man. A real science fiction-y kind of guy. Yeah. But now I'm like, I've watched too many science... I've read too much science... Uh, Stephen King, especially. And I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to put my brain in a computer. It's going to turn out bad. Like an episode of Black Mirror or something. Like, you know? I've still got more questions on this living thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know. It went off. Sorry, guys. Like, no, do like pulling out the Bible age? after this. No, you're, 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 you're age right now. So I'm like 37 <laughs> forever. Yeah. Fuck, dude. What would your purpose be? My purpose would be to walk in and on every country and city. Learn every, like, be able to communicate with every single human being on this planet. That'd be pretty crazy. Like, because the thing is, I lived in El Salvador for a couple months, right? During mm-hmm. my, like, mm-hmm. I did my culinary internship and shit. I learned Spanish so fast. Really? That's awesome. Well, I was, I'm fat, I'm white, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know? Like, I need to get around. Shit. Where are we going? <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> gotta eat and I gotta shit. Um, so. Anyway, so yeah, that, that that's what I would do. I'd want to be able to speak to everybody and, and do anything. Everywhere. That's awesome. Always. I like that. I think like... Kind of omnipresence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a God, God simplex. You do. You got, a God, really got a God complex. I man. mean, when you're this fucking strong, it's intense. <laughs> just shoulders like the fucking Tower of Babel, dude. Just, yeah. I am God. Well, it's, uh, I, tell them, I tell everybody all the time, like, I love picking up things with one arm. And handing them to somebody, and then when I let go, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, their whole body's <laughs> like messed up. And yeah. then they look at you and like, "Oh my god!" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." So you couldn't get me. <laughs> I, I'll pick up the lightest thing. I'll I'll square up like I'm gonna deadlift it. Just <laughs> suck in the you know, tighten up the ass. Ah, it's just a pencil. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> 
Couldn't yeah. get me. Oh my God, the, uh, Did you get it yet? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I would, I would do, I'd be like, uh, I don't know, like, like, a, I don't know, I don't want to use the word assassin, but I'd be like a, like a hired, like, a, I'd work for the Ooh. government, like black ops, like going in and like taking down the cartel, right? Because like they can't Deadpool, die. Yeah. So like straight up, like going in and, and taking out like bad people. Can I feel pain? That's, well, yeah, so you feel pain. So you yeah. You're like die. Deadpool. You're like but Deadpool. So, but here's the deal though, like, if I knew you were coming, and say I didn't kill you, I just locked you in a fucking room, and every hour I would come in there and paper cut your dick off. <laughs> Does it grow back? Yeah. Okay, Ooh, all right. Just in enough time for me to paper cut that shit back off. That's torture, man. man that's I'm talking, crazy. I need a new piece of cardboard yeah, fucking paper. Eventually, you're going to die, and I'm not. I'm going to pass it like a pretty rigid children. piece of paper to cut somebody's dick off. You need a new piece every up, time. <laughs> <laughs> Guillotine of papers. <laughs> Bring it in here. Come on, Brandon. Like my, my super, <laughs> hours up. Let's go. My super hyper focused training though would not allow me to get caught. Right. Right. Yeah, because right. yeah, he'd be working. You would live a couple of lifetimes just getting that good. Exactly. This is like a mix between like Assassin's Creed and like something that is just. Yeah. I like it. I know, <laughs> man. I'd be like the like yeah. If you like, do something like that, right? I mean, like some type of vigilantism or something. I don't you know? know. I liked his helping people thing. He just want to kill everybody. <laughs> so so that's what I think. I think honestly, you most people would start with the vigilante thing, and they'd be like, "Yeah, that's great," you know, helping him. And then eventually, they. I mean, eternity goes by. You're like, man. I mean, I've. I've killed a lot of really yeah. shitty people. Right, but then you're gonna eventually get into some existential shit where you're like. But who was the shitty person in this process? Oh, right. Turn you know, the sword right. in on yourself. Just because this guy fucking said to kill this person because they were doing wrong. Like, I didn't look into it, and I killed them, and now their whole family's after yeah. everything I've ever loved. It, well, you kind of put me on the spot here, Tyler. Maybe. I get it. Yeah. That's what this is for. Well, this go, guy, go home and think about this, and we'll come back to the question <laughs> next week. <laughs> what would uh, your purpose be if you were, if you were immortal? Like what is Superman's purpose? I don't know. He's just fuck Superman. He's kind of just he's a he's, he's a tool he's, basket. He's, he's not a real person. That's why you can tell he doesn't have a purpose. Well, you know, I always hated I always hated Batman because I'm like you're just a rich rich prick. If rich I had dude. all that shit, you know, I could probably utility do utility cool belt like with that. all sorts of cool stuff yeah. in it. You know, and then Superman's like just perfect except for one rock hurts him. That's <laughs> dumb. I hate the way his stupid hair cut is. It's, it's just, too pretty. And it just like makes him look like he has a stomach ache too. If you bring that rock around him, he's just like, you know, the kryptonite. He just like lays in the on the ground in the fetal position. He's, <laughs> he's like, oh, I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't eat yeah. that ice cream. Like, that dysentery or what? Like, <laughs> really gotta take a shit. <laughs> it's like a Miralax fucking rock is what it is. Yeah, that's what they thought it was just like destroying him like molecularly but really just has dysentery it's just gotta take a fat shit a wet one gross um. <laughs> glad we could we could bring it full circle this yeah. this uh, talk yeah well you know I'm, I'm glad you came I appreciate yeah, it appreciate you know? it guys no I appreciate you guys uh Having me for uh, this this talk, I I like it, and I'll come back again if you guys want me to. And Absolutely. Give you guys some more insight on what it's like to be an Italian American family company. <laughs> hey man, you know fun, my man. biggest concern yeah, is when you walk through here, you're like, no, I just work there. I don't know who owns it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where well, I, I, I did. I did. I'm, I'm not really an owner. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's just a rumor that's been going around that I put that on Instagram all the time, you know, for (laughs) nothing's on Instagram. (laughs) Nothing is on Facebook. I tried to do some research, damn it. I know you're married and you travel. Yeah. That's about it, dude. (laughs) And you work for Mount Hood, stealing wood. Yep. And I went to Hudson's Bay High School. Yeah, you did. And we were in Troop 525. Oh my god. We rock the town. If you don't like it, Come on down. (laughs) That's right. You forgot to yell. That's right. That's right. Do come on down. I'll throw a sharpened stick. That's why you only made it to what? Second class scout? No. Or you made it to first class? No. Tenderfoot? I was was Tenderfoot. Oh, Tyler. I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to go camping. (laughs) Understandable. Very understandable. Throw sharpened sticks at fucking other Italian Americans. Yeah, he sure knew how to throw a stick, though. Straight and That's not fair, though, because that's one of those... You ever throw something as hard as you fucking can, you really don't expect it to land, and then it does, and you're mm-hmm. like, damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I threw a rock at a seagull once, hit it right in the fucking neck. I threw <laughs> it as hard as I could. And I'm like, I'm expecting to scare the seagull off, just poof, and it just went, <laughs> you can hear it choking all the way down. No. I was like, seagull. god damn it, I'm so sorry. Definitely, I think every young boy with rocks, they, they, they think, oh, Oh, I, let's see if I can get that you know, window, whatever it is. Next thing you know, you're, or you're like, oh, I won't hit that window. Next you thing you know, you're working all summer to pay off the neighbor's window. Yeah, that's how you learn how to launch. That's how you learn how to start your own company. All right, so we do a shout out every week. Uh, do you have anybody you want to shout? I out? didn't bring anybody this week, man. That's all right. You got anybody that? Uh, is in your life that you want to just kind of shout out and give some props to? Hmm. Shout out. Um, hmm. I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, my crew, the my, uh, Dixie Griffin. Uh, she's my welder. She's uh, she has to listen to me complain all day, and uh, like, and then I lecture her, like kind of like my boring stories today. Like they're, I, I lecture, and then eventually she's like, "Is this lecture over with?" She's been. You know, taking it all in stride, so I'm going to give her a shout-out this week. That's cool, <laughs> She can handle a really long lecture and some serious complaining. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Some skill you want to look for when you're hiring people. Yeah, so basically your work wife. That's what she is. That's not how I like my sandwich. Oh, no. Not allowed to refer to any... Of the women that I work with as my work wife. <laughs> you know what? As the owner, I think that's a good idea. As one of the owners. Gotta get more responsible, you know? You can't just say whatever you want sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't know that. That's why I work by myself. <laughs> it's a good thing you do. <laughs> it's a good thing, good thing I you do. started this podcast. Right. <laughs> so everybody can hear my bullshit. At least they can choose to turn it off if they want. <laughs> yeah, they can. They're like, that's it. This yeah. is done. I had Ed, talking about uh, Italian Americans too much. Fucking David Mucci, another Italian American. Mm, gay that's is who the gay is long. Is that who your shout out is? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying he's the one who he, he actually shut off one of the podcasts and got upset. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, that um, means you're gonna get some more shares though. <laughs> right, listen to this shit. It's Do not listen to this. I want everyone to know. Share it with everyone. Not to listen. <laughs> No, he actually came on the next week. We, did, we nice, interviewed him. Nice. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is the list of all the fucking people. You know any of them? No, uh, you don't. Hmm. No, actually I don't. Yeah. I want to get more people I know, but I, I don't really like most of them people. 
<laughs> the people we grew up with, man, it didn't go well for me. Anyways, um, <laughs> my shout out is, I don't know, I don't have one, fuck it. Your dog, maybe? Yeah, my dog's the shit. Yeah, I, love I like my dog. my dog, too. My dog, Titan. He's she listens beast. to my lectures, too. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she has a choice on that show. <laughs> Alright, so thanks for listening. Uh, again, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. Michael Leone. I'm Brandon. Alright, thanks for joining us today. Check it out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all the fucking podcast places. Yeah, see you guys. Yeah. Awesome, man.